So I can hear from the sound that's coming to your ears. It's after Halloween. <laughs> and I'm munching on my daughter's Halloween candy. Now, does she know that you took it from her? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> but she will, because I guarantee she's got like a sheet somewhere that she's inventoried every piece of candy on. The amount of times I've heard, I want candy for the past two days. I'm going to like scratch my ear, my ear holes off. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm, I'm glad you're still in Halloween season by showing up to this call dressed like a cow. I really appreciate that. I'm not dressed like a cow. It's tie dye. It's tie dye. <laughs> I saw that picture. That was the first thing I thought. And I'm glad I wasn't the only one. <laughs> oh, man. This ain't even my hoodie. It's Victoria's because I've gotten too fat for all my hoodies. So, and she wears like big oversized hoodies. So I've stole it and it fits me perfect. I meant to text you yesterday. I was leaving work and this woman walked by and looked just like Victoria. I was like, that's weird. Like that's just really strange. Whoa. Okay. But hmm. I mean, like, you don't, what, what are you going to do there? I could just tell you, it's not like I'm going to whip out a phone and record this strange woman walking on New York. City. I would have, I would have <laughs> definitely, I definitely would have. You I wouldn't are not, even, wouldn't even a, gave it a second thought. Dude, you're not a creep. <laughs> you're not a creep. I'm not a creep. I want to did it with creepy intentions. But what other intention is she going to think when you whip out a phone like that? Oh, you know, when I do things, I don't think about other people's intentions. I just kind of go with it. (laughs) You're the you're the anti-fascist fuck boy. You're not a creep. There's a difference. (laughs) Uh, So the obnoxious noise you hear right now is me, Dalton. The other sultry tones you hear is Austin. (laughs) And this is if you catch my grift. So how is the beef man, man? Man, I am finally over this cold that I had for two weeks, which I know is kind of a downer. Man, it rocked me so much so that I actually scrapped the original episode I was writing because I just couldn't I couldn't get it done. I was just not feeling it. I think it was because I wasn't feeling good. So, um, yeah, so that's that's been the last couple of weeks. And that's very exciting. But I am recording from a brand new computer, which is really excited about because I haven't had a proper machine for a few so uh how many how many what's the count okay so you gave me shit because i said it was like in the top five max but you gotta understand (laughs) i'm a lot i'm a lot older than you so i got more years fair number two i like i when i was in high school i had like the beige box max and had a bunch of those and they were not expensive because they were old at the time so like macintosh yeah like the desktop beige desktop computers and i worked at apple for six years (laughs) like (laughs) i got a discount so i would i would buy a computer i'd use it for a year or whatever and then a new one would come out and i'd put it on ebay and then get a a lot of its resale value was still there because they're apples and I'd buy a new one. So I, I cycled through a bunch. So it's not as, uh, you know, lavish or exuberant as you make me feel. I'm like, I'm not going to respond to this on Twitter. Now he's, now, now he's putting the fucking shine on me. And I now I feel like a dickhead. Eat the rich except for me. <laughs> no, I've, I've never held on to. I've never held on to a computer, though. Like, there's uh. not. There is not a stack of computers in this house that belong to me. Like I literally have one computer. Anything else I've done, I've like recycled or sold, and then used that money to purchase another one. I can't say shit. My uh, my phone. Oh, sorry. My probably my sixth phone in seven or eight years went uh, kind of just blew up. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> kind of. And uh, I'm on, I had to go to my grandma's house. I gave her my old phone whenever I got an iPhone 
I had to go ask for it back because <laughs> I'm like, listen, grandma <laughs> left that part out of the story. <laughs> yeah. I saved it for the podcast. I'm a good podcaster. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, I went to my grandma's house. I was like, Hey, uh, you remember that phone I gave you? And she was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, can I have it back? And she was like, why, why do you need it back? And I was like, well, my phone broke. She was like, don't even think about it, baby. Here you go. And I was like, Oh, my grandma. Loved me. You should feel bad. You should feel really bad about that. Come on. Taking, she taking has a- three other phones that other family members have given her. I do not feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel bad. Does she have three different like phone numbers? No, she doesn't use them as phones. She used them for like Facebook devices, oh. Oh. which is, oh man, I should have saved that for the end. <laughs> Edit it out. <laughs> what a good segue. <laughs> what a good segue. But, uh, sorry, I'm yelling a lot. But, um, uh should we uh transition into like my week yeah my couple weeks <laughs> yeah you had a lot more going on than i did oh i'm my like the God. most the least interesting person on this chat right now can i get a drum roll please God, hang on your world series champions the atlanta we lost about half of that we did it we did it 26 years, 26 years. We did it. We did it. Is that how long it's been since you won a super, uh, super, almost Super Bowl, a World Ooh. Series? <laughs> yeah, 1996. Sorry, 95, 95. Does Ted Turner still own the Braves? No, Liberty Media owns the Braves. Okay. But uh, there's like this old, uh, I guess, wives' tale rumor amongst uh, Atlanta sports fans that in 1996, when the Olympics came to Georgia, that's when the Atlanta sports curse started. And so finally, 25 years after the Olympics have been to Atlanta, Georgia, we finally broke the Olympic curse. We did it. The Braves did it. And I'm so happy. And on top of that, so much new music has come out in the past couple of weeks. My favorite band, Every Time I Die, dropped an album. One of my childhood favorite bands. Come on. Limb Biscuit dropped the <laughs> I I started to listen to that and it it beat me very quickly. I was defeated. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, so I mean, that happened. Every time I die's tour got announced, I'm going to my first show in two years on Black Friday. So I'm very excited about that. I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm too old to mosh now. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm nearing 30. I don't know if my body can keep up anymore. So I might be in mosh retirement. But uh, we'll see when I get there. It should be a good time either way. I know you as well as I do. You're definitely going to try. If that's not in question. <laughs> and, and then I'm going to talk to you the next day. And you're going to be like, I can't even walk. <laughs> gonna, that's how that's going to play out. The show I've ever gotten heard at, this band was playing at. Like, I'm, that's not a joke. That's not a bit. I'm not kidding. I've gotten a concussion. I've gotten two concussions at their shows. I've gotten my head busted open uh let's see what else i mean i hurt my back really bad one time but you know i'll I, I show out <laughs> <laughs> so where where is that at uh jacksonville i'm gonna go down to jacksonville but yeah, it'll be fun now you said you got out of that parking t- or that speeding ticket or the insurance ticket it's, uh, you can hear this story about two or three episodes ago but i got pulled over for not having insurance because i'm poor and I uh, couldn't afford it at the time. I went to court for it. And 
the guy asked me, it was like, do you have insurance now? And I was like, yeah. He goes, okay, so here's what we'll do. We'll drop the charge to, he's either, he either said driving with defective equipment or default equipment. I'm not sure which. And he was like, if I reduce the charge, that will make the fine $150. And is there any way you could pay that by December? I was like, I don't know. Christmas is coming up. I don't know if I can do that by then. It's like, okay, well, January. I was like, yeah, I can do that in January. It's like, all right, well, your ticket's due January 5th and you're paying $150 now. I was like, okay, sweet. And left. That's great. Because the original was like $350. Yep. Everything worked out. Everything worked out. Everything worked out. (laughs) Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you. See, I, like, it's blowing my headphones out when I'm this close, and I'm trying to figure out why. One of those knobs that I can see probably is what your problem is. Well, I was turning the knobs on the side. It's a volume knob here. And these knobs are like the gain. Which this was all the way up. This is... Yeah, you're oh, real quick. That's it. That's it. That's, yeah. Somebody. Gain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's why I was blowing out in my headphones. But uh, yeah, <laughs> better now. Well, you gotta guessing, get close. You have to get close now. I'm guessing a four year old came in here and fucked with my with my microphone. You know, you but. eat her candy and then you blame her for everything around there. Come on, yeah, be a better yeah. dad. Be a better dad. That, that is the definition of being a dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, much like uh, my grandpa who uses cell phones, multiple cell phones as Facebook devices. We have an episode on big. Well, I can't say Big Zuck. We're not doing an episode on Big Zuck. We're doing an episode yeah, he's, on... he's a character in it, though. You can't talk about Facebook without talking about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're doing, we're doing an episode on Facebook. This is Facebook. This is the Facebook episode. I'm thinking, too, maybe that your grandma might be doing some other kind of business with all those cell phones that nobody knows about. Like, I would love... I actually, hot take, don't really love the show Breaking Bad. I know I'm one of like the only people on earth. I see your face. Like, it's like <laughs> <laughs> but if you'd recast that with your grandmother as the, the, the main person, the main character in it, I, I'd be in for that. That would, that would change the dynamics of the show. Like not a show about another middle-aged white dude going through a crisis that you, you put Dalton's grandma. What do you, you call her? Mima? No. What do you oh, call her? Grandma. Just grandma. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you put grandma in there. Whoa, whoa. In a I was with the goddamn the regionist. In that. You must say you're from Georgia. You must call your grandma Meemaw. Yeah, Meemaw and Paypal. <laughs> grandma and Papa. <laughs> grandma well, Papa's and Papa. up there. I my my great grandfather we called Pops, which I yeah. thought was was fun. Um, yeah. So we're gonna talk about Facebook. Yeah. The uh, big F that's probably on the home screen of your phone right now. Not your phone, but <laughs> other people's phones. You got to wait till the end. You don't even know what I'm going to tell you about. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm just kind of just winging it. By the way, my grandma can never, she'd be a horrible drug dealer. Anytime, like, I say I have like a body ache or something, she's like, 
well, I got some Vicodin. I got some Oxycodone. I got some Percocets. I was like, no, 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 no. Tylenol's fine. Tylenol's fine. <laughs> She's already pushing the hard shit on you. <laughs> it's not a good sign. This is not adding up in your grandma's favor. Actually, it is because I, I think I would like your grandma even more if she was a drug dealer. I'm not even going to lie. She's like a, a drug. Doesn't she run like a daycare center too? No, that's uh, my wife's grandma. That okay. was a daycare center. All right. All right. Well, that would have been a fun twist too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she's like dealer dealing out of daycare. <laughs> Insane. Actually, I could see my wife's grandma doing. There's some characters that come in there to pick up their kids. There are some. Ooh, there are some folks. <laughs> Listen, you just got to respect the hustle. We all got to get. We all got to get through any way yeah. we can. And if you got to deal out of a daycare, I'm wholeheartedly behind that. Dude, I'd watch that show. I'd watch yeah, that show 100%. I would. I would. <laughs> oh, man. That's, it's like almost writes itself. We're going to add that to the idea list that I don't have <laughs> that doesn't actually exist. <laughs> so today, these guys, these collect collectively bunch of shitheads that run this company, um, which is satire. You do me for that. I don't. Um, <laughs> Can't say for opinions. They've been in the news a lot lately um and for good reason and we're going to touch a little bit on that but i there's just so much truly awful shit that this company has done like just horrendous stuff some of it makes the news some of it doesn't most of it then nothing ever happens as a result of it and it's just it's really fucking horrible and so when i sat down and i started thinking about this probably because it's been the news also because we just did last week's, the last episode we did is an old episode. And I know people like contemporary stuff. So like, let me just do some, a little bit more up to date, a little bit more. I mean, it, it is contemporary. So we have applied the sweet baby race. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I, I decided to start this and I, I had a lot to choose from, right? I could have easily talked about the uh, Cambridge Analytical Analytica. Do you remember this? This was not. You just spoke another language to me. (laughs) (laughs) I thought maybe this one would get through. Um, Anyway, this is a a political consulting firm based in England, and they managed to vacuum up 87 million people's Facebook data through a flaw in Facebook's uh, programming. Basically, they got in there. They managed to like. The, the way it happened is they developed an app that people took like a psychology test and then they linked it with their Facebook account. And what Cambridge Analytical was able to do was go in there and get all of the information from anybody that they were friends. Right. Okay. So it's like there was like a couple of hundred thousand people that signed up and took the psychological test on the app. And then through that, like you, the network just goes crazy because you've got all of the contacts of 200,000 people. Right. And then they have 800 friends and then they have 800 exactly, friends. Exactly. Yeah. So they managed to suck up 87 million uh, people's data, right? Which is a huge breach. I mean, it's, it's massive. Um, so what they did is they took all of that data and they created psychological profiles of all those, the users who, with whom they had their data. Then they took those profiles and they tailored political ads that supported the Trump campaign in 2016 for his presidential run. Hmm. Was there any socialist hamburgers involved in those political ads? <laughs> now that was for the runoff. That was no, that was for the Senate, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was for the Senate. Um, so yeah, they 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 stole a bunch of data and they um used it to run a campaign. And it was a big fucking scandal, and nothing really happened. You know, it was like a New York Times article, and that was it. You know, Cambridge Analytical went out of business, Analytica, sorry, went out of business and 
immediately the people that were in charge of it just started up another company that's basically the exact same thing. It's just not <laughs> called Cambridge Analytica. <laughs> and it's got like the, the founders of the company or the, some of the financial backers were the Mercer family who um, were also the founders of like Breitbart News. So it's like deep, ooh, deep, ooh, yeah, deep, deep right wing ties on that. Um, yeah. But, you know, this isn't really a political show, even though we're going to get a little political here. So I didn't want to do that. Um, you know, we could also I found, talk- wait, hold on. I found yeah. that every time we say this is not a political show, we immediately express our political ideals. <laughs> Honestly, it's hard not to, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, at the core, we're a show about capitalism and how fucking awful it is. And, and that just gets tied into everything, you know, right. like every facet of life is at least here in the United States is, is based around that. So the other thing I, I was thinking, I was like, you know, I could easily talk about um, Facebook's involvement with a genocide, um, specifically a genocide of the Rohingya Muslims in Myanmar. Um, and I want to read something from the New York Times because I thought it was written well enough where I don't have to rewrite it. <laughs> so okay. I'll just read it right <laughs> out. They posted as fans of pop stars and national heroes as they flooded Facebook with their hatred. One said Islam was a global threat to Buddhism. Another shared a false story about the rape of Buddhist women by a Muslim man. The Facebook posts were not from everyday internet users. Instead, they were from Myanmar military personnel who turned the social network into a tool for ethnic cleansing, according to former military officials, researchers, and civilian officials in the country. So this is more or less about what bad people are doing with Facebook and what well, I mean, because like the show, our brains are not equipped for oh, no. social media. No, you know, not at all. So now I'm going to continue. Members of the Myanmar, Myanmar, I was doing well up until then, military were the prime operatives behind a systematic campaign on Facebook that stretched back half a decade and that targeted the country's mostly Muslim Rohingya minority group, the people said. The military exploited Facebook's wide reach in Myanmar, where it is so broadly used that many of the country's 18 million internet users confused the Silicon Valley social media platform with the internet. Oh, wow. So, so that, that, sounds, that sounds like my grandma. <laughs> it does sound like your grandma. That's why when you said it, I was like, oh, you, there's a lot of foreshadowing going on that he doesn't oh, even know yeah, is yeah. happening. <laughs> Whenever she says, I'm getting on the internet, she it's, means I'm getting Facebook. on Facebook. And yeah. that's, a, that's a thing. Like, it's a real thing that happens in a lot of other countries, including the United States. It's wild. Mm-hmm. Um, human rights groups blame the anti-Rohingya propaganda for inciting murders, rapes, and the largest forced human migration in history. Oh, wow. 24,000 people have been killed in 2018. Now, that's two 9-11s every year for the past four years, just to kind of put that out there. And that's only the reported deaths. There's a ton of assaults. There's there's murders that weren't committed by the military. They were just com- committed by the Buddhists who were thinking that the, the Muslims are bad. Um, tons of sexual assaults. I mean, it's just, it's really, really all what's been going on over there. That doesn't sound like enlightenment. No, no, no. <laughs> But I mean, every faith has bad players. It's like the extremism for any of these, you know, ethnic groups or no, sorry, religious groups is not good. And it, it ends up like this. It all kind of ends up. The same. Right. Um, and I know that you can't like expect a platform as vast as Facebook to monitor every single post, but the lack of urgency and pulling down the content is irresponsible. You know, I mean, it's just, it, it was going on for years, for five years. And what it really feels like, is that there was just this focus on like growth above everything else. Right. Right. And I I read a few stories about like where Facebook would come into a country, 
they would have minimum resources for the the local staff there, and they just they just wanted people on the on the platform. They didn't really give a shit about what happened as a result. Right. And I think you see the consequences of it when I don't know four thousand people are murdered because some members of the military were you know shit posting about how awful Muslims are. I mean, like what the fuck, man? Uh, lack of oversight and responsibility for people on their platform. Right. And 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 they have the data, right? They control the platform. It's not like anybody else can go in there and right. they have the data. They know like you can see what they're posting. <laughs> yeah, and you can see where they're posting from. You can see IP addresses. You can see, I mean, like the, the, it's there. Like if you wanted to do, if you gave a shit and wanted to do something about it, you would fucking do something about it. No, but that would hurt their bottom line, Austin. Yep. It's just, it's, it's, it's fucking frustrating how they don't, they don't have any, there's no consideration for like the local, local politics or cultures or customs or anything. No, it's just get them on fucking Facebook and advertise to them. That's it. That's it. And, you know, so, oh, well, whatever. Some ethnic minority gets wiped out by the majority population of the country. No big deal. Like the, the posts that are being shared more often that are being like that have high engagement numbers with my big fucking bunny ears quotes are the most shocking ones. Like the ones that people share are the horrible posts because our brains were never meant to be on social media and we're still fucking cavemen. Yeah, I see it every day. I see it every day. Just keep in mind, I live in the fucking deep south. So uh, to this day, I'm still seeing Trump memes and like bullshit about coronavirus every day. Let's go, and Brandon. Just, huh? Let's go, Brandon. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I hit it. But uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> what? You know, what I'm, I don't think you know what I'm talking I, about. I, I know exactly what you're talking okay. about. Uh, the dress? No. Oh, you haven't seen the meme with the dress? Uh-uh. Oh. Uh, Lauren Boebert posted a meme of her with Trump and she has let's go Brandon on the back of her dress. Do you know what that means, though? No, no idea. Ah, so this is like a new thing because a lot of these, these, especially the Q. Did I say something horrible? Yeah, you kind of (laughs) did. Oh, no. (laughs) Explain it. it, It's not the worst thing. You probably won't have to beep it out like we did when you did your terrible Spanish accent. (laughs) Um, No, we're not going to talk about it. Move on, move on, move on. No, so there was a there was a, I think it was a NASCAR race and a, and a driver whose name was Brandon won the race and was being interviewed afterwards. And the crowd behind him was chanting, fuck Joe Biden. And the reporter, I'm not sure if it was like to cover up what they were saying or if she just like legitimately didn't understand what they were saying. She's like, oh, they're saying, let's go, Brandon. And Aww. so now let's go. Brandon means fuck Joe Biden. It's like they're weird. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're like it's this it's this cue thing where it's like there's a code and we have to all speak in the code so we can get away with it because we're oh, we're oppressed and i'm just like oh but the funny thing was is i walked out of work the other night and there's two um cars in front of the office building that i work in and they both are owned by the city because they have different license plates it's the city right. of new york and someone had stuck a let's go brandon on both of the cars oh man <laughs> so i was like oh this is fun and i was like i'm sure i could if i was an asshole i could get in a lot of trouble because who knows if it there's no way that the driver put it on it's definitely somebody walked by and slapped it on but you yeah, can't tell that sure. from a picture yeah there's a big uh trump moral in my hometown of lakeland georgia is where i live that's where this <laughs> trump moral is if you want to do anything about trump moral contact meaning girl lakeland <laughs> Moral, yeah. Mural. Moral, that's what I'm saying. No, moral is like a, a, a lesson you learn at the end of a story. Mural is what's up on a wall. I didn't say moral, I said moral. No, you said moral. You just said it twice in a row the same way. No, no, that's a different word. <laughs> anyway, mural. This, this is big. <clears throat> 
big meal roll that's in Lakeland of uh it's Trump with uh he's standing by the swamp. I live in the swamp. He's standing by the swamp and there's a gator and it says drain the swamp and he's throwing like stuff in the gator's mouth. And every now and then I drive by it and I put like a Pod Van Dam sticker on it or like a dominant greenie sticker on it. <laughs> and they always remove the stickers, but I just every time I see they removed one, I just go by and slap another one on. You gotta go with a paintball gun next time. Well, I thought about painting it one night, but it's like right there by Main Street. And I'm not trying to like get arrested for vandalism or something. Because <laughs> you know that the sheriff in town loves you. Oh, the fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I got a family to feed. I'm not 15 anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, then talk to me after that mosh pit. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so having said all of that about this like fucking horrible genocide we're not really a podcast about world news so we're not going right. to cover that we're just going to allude to it because there's a lot of terrible shit that please done um you know we could also talk about like the very recent revelation that facebook despite knowing that instagram was causing severe mental and physical harm to teenage kids uh, on the platform continued to develop up until like this year uh what was described as an instagram for kids whoa what yeah, so that's what they were working on. They, they have this whole thing where their most important demographic are people below the age of 20, right? They, those are the prime people to advertise to, and they're not on Facebook. Like, right. they, they just are not on the platform, and they've been hemorrhaging these losers, or they've been hemorrhaging these users, losing these users, am I wrong? <laughs> no, 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 um, it's fine. Losers, <laughs> losers work too. <laughs> so they've been hemorrhaging this type of user as more and more older people are on the platform, and that's not what they want. And so they've been scrambling to figure it out, like how to get kids and teenagers and young people back on the platform. Like those, those people are, they're even leaving Instagram now, you know, like the TikTok or to, you know, whatever the next new, new thing. And I think personally, I think that you can never catch that. Right. Like, right. Because I think young people migrate from platform to platform. And I think that's just the nice social networks. I mean, it's organic too, right? Yeah, you can't, you can't yeah. bottle that kind of thing. No. And so they were thinking like, if we develop this new product which is Instagram for teens, um, it'll be better. But at the same time, it's like Instagram's a big part of the problem. And they knew it. They knew like there were eating disorders that, that came uh, uh, from people that were on Instagram. Like you see these beautiful influencers who have like ring lights and have good filters and do all this shit and stage their, you know, their photographs. And it's not real. And it's really right. unhealthy to for young people to see that and see how how much other people interact with that kind of thing and how you can make a fortune by being someone on tiktok you know yeah so it, it was it's it's really ugly and i think that any any time outside of like a company that makes toys is like we're gonna target children i was like no that's bad like, that's <laughs> really bad don't do it if you have to use the phrase targeting children this is probably a bad idea <laughs> yeah yeah it's like and it's just all to like grow their fucking base. It's all it matters. That's all that matters. This comes like we don't give a shit what harm we do. We don't care what this does to our user, our user base. Like we don't give a shit about our user base. We just want more people on here. Right. And I, I just it's it's like the whole time I just wanted to scream writing this thing. Like This is just fucking terrible. Like nothing good is coming of this company. There is no societal benefit whatsoever from this company. I don't know. I've got some pretty sweet targeted ads, though. I've got some pretty good targeted ads. <laughs> I've been getting them. They finally figured me out on Instagram, and they finally started targeting me. Uh, but it took a long time. They were like, really? he, he interacts with a lot of weird shit on here. I'm not really sure what you're buying. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
once again, we're not really a current event show, so we weren't going to talk about that. There's plenty of coverage. It's all over the news. There's just crazy, crazy. Um, we could also probably do a show on just how fucking weird Mark Zuckerberg is and question if he's an actual human being or AI, like in a flesh suit. My favorite fucking thing is to watch how fucking weird Mark Zuckerberg is. I love it. I love it so much. He's just smoking these meats and like his weird fascination with sweet baby rays. And like, he doesn't know how to drink water. He'll like double fist it. Yeah. And then the sunscreen. Remember when he was in that like light blue sunscreen at the ocean? No, you don't know that. Oh, don't Google it right now. Oh my God. Hold on. Actually, I'll see if I can pull it up. (laughs) This is not real. He's not a real person. He's not a real person. look, Look, look how many pictures there were of him. Oh my! <laughs> oh, it's what so- is this? It's a gray. It's an actual gray. It, he's not real. He's not. <laughs> yeah, like the skin fell off his face, and it was the real color underneath. <laughs> my new head cannon is that Mark Zuckerberg is a man in black. You know? Do you know about the actual men in black? Like the uh, the what do you call it? Like the cryptid men in black? Okay, the men in black, the cryptid. No, I. Which one is that? There are aliens that are like in suits. And if you see anything about alien stuff, they'll like come to your door and they'll threaten you. And they're like wearing vaguely human like features. Like they have like these painted on red lips and like they look like grays that are trying to be human. Basically. Did did that come out after the movies or before? They came out before. Okay. They're there to make you forget basically kind of like, kind of like the movie, but like like the the movie just took a lot of liberties with, with the term. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not as well versed on cryptids as I'd like to be. I know the whole universe is. I'll I'll send you a podcast. I'll send you a podcast. (laughs) That's good. Man, I can't even listen to podcasts. I'm so busy researching for this one. What are you talking about? You can listen to podcasts while you research, right? No, are you kidding? I can't read and write while listening to somebody talk to me at the same time. Okay, yeah, I get it. I gotta listen. I I can listen to music, but I can't do anything more than that because I like. I really like. I I don't engage in the writing, or I start writing what I'm hearing, and I'm like, well, that's not right. (laughs) Listen to music, like the new album still sucks. By Limp Biscuit came out last week. Everyone listened to it. I got through two songs, and I was like, I know what it is. I know why I don't like Limp Biscuit. I know why I don't like Limp Biscuit. I know I figured it out. Like it's it's. I just I've I've never liked them, and I know why. Why? Fred Durst. I can't stand his voice. Yes. I mean, but, how do I put it in words? It's great that he is the way he like. I, I don't know. I, I, I like it so much. I, I like it I so much. It. I cannot. I like and I like singers with wild, weird voices. Like and, and like, I think that there's a space for everybody, but that's just not for me. Come on. I tried. No, see that. No, it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. Sorry. I'll I'll finish it maybe on camera. We'll we'll put it out in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I want that. That's I want that. That's content. That's content. Literal, literal pain. Um, yeah, so. that's such good content. Think about it. <laughs> I sound like I belong on Facebook right now. Let's. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You need to put a picture of your truck up there. I don't have a truck. <laughs> Not yeah. You're getting that space that that Tesla truck. Oh, dude, I want that Tesla truck. I want that Tesla <laughs> truck so fucking bad. It's so ugly. I love it. Um, so, yeah, we're not going to talk about We're going to talk about Zuckerberg, but this is not going to be an episode about Zuckerberg because I'd rather eat glass than actually read that much about Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg coming soon if you catch my grift. Oh, God, you're writing <laughs> that one. 
no, that, that one that one needs you. That one no, I, I cannot <laughs> I cannot be in charge of something that important. <laughs> I can't. So why are we talking about Facebook? Uh well, I'd say for the starters, like the importance to like if you catch my griff cannon, it's because it is a fucking haven for endless griffs. Like on that platform. It is like a platform that was tailor-made for con men and grifters and, and hucksters. That is hundred percent. You know thing. how many people I used to go to high school with that like contact me at least once a month trying to get me like involved in their MLM scheme? Yep. And it's, and it's, it's <laughs> but it's not just like MLMs are all over the place, you know, like all over Facebook. And it's not just MLMs. it's it's Nigerian princes are on there. Um, you know, the the Craigslist con men moved over to Amazon or to Facebook Marketplace. The get rich quick folks are all over there. Um, and then they've they've all like all of them, along with the MLN Huns, have made their way to the same platform and are just like in, in a battle to see who can catch as many victims to their grips as they can. And I think it's really fascinating. It's also why I'm not on the platform. <laughs> this is going to make me crazy. So that that's kind of the baseline for this. But um, and, and I know that we've only really sort of dance around MLMs, but we're definitely going to do a lot more on them. It's just a lot of fun. And it's wild. It's wild. Have you seen one of my favorites that was going around recently is the uh, skinny wraps. Yes. People are yes. Selling. Oh I, my God. It's called <laughs> I work. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It works. It's called oh, it works. works. That's what's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just yeah. wrap themselves up like they're like a little burrito. that to work uh, within and the promise of that is it's like within minutes you're going to lose inches off your um, well yeah you're like contorting your that's not the right word you're like squeezing your body and trying to hold that form for a little while but after you're out of the the wrap i guess for you know (laughs) a couple hours you're gonna go back to your original shape well you know what they do with that too right like the hosts of the party the hosts have wrap parties when they're trying to convince other Rap people, party. yeah, that's this, this is the thing. And they, they're there to convince other people to start selling the it works wraps. Right. And so what they're doing is they're like, Hey, let me wrap you. We'll take a picture before and we'll take a picture afterwards. That way you can see, you know, both of the, you can see how quickly this works. Right. So that she takes a before pick, she wraps them. They, they, you know, and then she goes to the next girl and she next girl, next girl. And I'm, I'm saying men can do this too, but these are usually, Pretty yeah. closely associated yeah. with women, just the nature of the business. Anyway, goes and unwraps, takes an after picture, quickly on her phone, goes into like a photo manipulation program and starts to manipulate the photo while she's talking. She's like, oh, look, here it is. Here's, here's the photo. So you have the before and then you have the manipulated after. And people are like, oh, my God, that really works. Look at that. They can't look down. <laughs> I think she just does it. I think like the good ones don't get caught, <laughs> but okay, it is yeah, t- yeah. it's one tactic that some of these sellers use to convince people that it works. That it, it works. Heartless, <laughs> heartless con men out there. All of them are. None of these people have soul. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you know, we'll talk about MLOps, but what we're going to talk about today is, I mean, capitalism. But we're going to talk about a company built on lying to its customer base, lying all the way to being valued at over a trillion dollars. You know, okay. that's, that, you know, it's Facebook's market cap right now. Well, that's an insane amount of money. $1.15 <laughs> trillion. Dollars. That amount of money shouldn't exist. No, <laughs> no. And Mark Zuckerberg's worth over a hundred billion dollars on his own. That, 
He's the worst billionaire ever. He 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 can't dress. He has a shitty haircut. I don't understand. <laughs> well, I told you about the haircut, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, wants to be like Julian Caesar. Julius Caesar. He's obsessed with Julius Caesar, and he thinks that like he is like the inheritor of some large empire, like Julius Caesar. And that's like how that, that informs his like business practices and his fucking haircut. Guy is so fucking weird. That, and I really think like. I don't know, like all the weirdness is like, could that itself be a grift to make him look like more innocent and Honestly, more like approachable? Uh, uh-uh, I think it's a, I think he's, I think, I, well, I mean, I think billionaires are because like when he was in college, didn't he start this like weird like fuck site where like mm-hmm. you rate you rank girls on how hot they yeah, are rate my and, rate my picks or something like that? Yeah, 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 super weird, I, super I think- weird. I think billionaires are just diseased. I think they have bad brains. I, I think <laughs> I don't think any of them, you know, I, most of them have never done any of the actual work on their own. You know, like they all they all have a, a start doing something or a handout from doing something. They like most of them inherited something from their family, and their families, right. like their dads, usually built a company. Yeah, those are the smart ones. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Think about it. Like okay, my let's say my dad. This is so not true. My dad is a carpenter. <laughs> like he's not, it's not, but let's say that he was, he had built this, this decent sized company on his own. Right. And his intention was for me, I'm the oldest of his, his kids to uh, inherit the business. Right. So in order to do that, I'm going to work for the company. I'm going to work like summers when I'm in high school, I'm going to work as soon as I'm out of college, but he's like, I'm going to instill the values that I have in you. So I'm going to make you start at the bottom and work your way up before, you know, before you can become the CEO of this company. That makes sense. But it doesn't work out like that, right? Because everybody in that company knows that I'm the boss kid. So I'm inherently going to be able to get away with doing less. You know, not, not, I'm, I'm unfireable. And if someone in that company that's at that same level starts to complain about me, like they're gone. Like that's right. it. Right. That's my kid. <laughs> yeah. That's my kid. He's going to take over this company or you got to kiss his ass because you know, he's going to be the boss one day. And hopefully he remembers how much you helped him when he was coming up through the company. Right. Plus they're, they, they, they're raised without like being a real person. Like these fucking people, they're not real. Like they don't understand what life is like. Right. Like there's uh, not to get too off topic, but there's this guy that I work with. He's making about, he said $23 an hour or something like that. And that may not seem like a lot to people that live in like big urban cities, but like to a rural community, like I'm in, that's a lot of fucking money. And he complains all the time about how broke he is, how broke he is. Oh man, I'm so broke. And one day I asked him like, how are you so fucking broke? Like, I don't, like, I don't understand. You make so much money. How are you broke? I was like, well, you know, I got my mortgage and then I got all my bills and then I'm sending my kid to this private school. I'm like, oh, there it is. And like, he's like, well, what am I supposed to do? Just take them out of the private school? I'm like, yes. Like, let them grow up around normal people. Yeah. <laughs> let them grow up around normal kids with normal lives. Let them grow like, up with the ability to not name any of the five boroughs of New York City. <laughs> especially that one in new jersey <laughs> <laughs> but you know and and like i just out of all of these like freaks that uh, have all this money they none of them do the actual labor but also again they all have a start like even jeff bezos people are like well he started he he got a loan from his parents for three hundred thousand dollars 
Do you have parents that could loan you three hundred thousand dollars? Asked my grandma for ten dollars the other day, and she said no. No, I don't have parents. <laughs> I don't have parents who've ever even seen three hundred thousand dollars in their life. Like, right? It's an insane. I mean, like, I, I just anyway. I'm gonna get if I keep going on that. Um, but trillion dollar company by lying to its customers, right? And when you when I say customer, who do you think of? I think about uh, well, mainly my grandma. She's pretty <laughs> active on there. My mom. You know, nobody my age, really, like uh, under 30, I think most for the most part, unless like, I don't know, like you don't get that kind of landscape. Most like most people under 30 are like Twitter, TikTok, that kind of thing. And that and that actually is the answer that I think most people will give. They'll say, oh, it's the users, right? The people on right. the platform. But if you're using a product for free, you're not the customer. You're the product. Mm, okay. You're the product. And Facebook doesn't make any money off of its its customers directly or its users, sorry, directly. Facebook makes money on advertising and serving ads up to the people on the space. Much like the ads. If you catch my grift. You don't have any ads. <laughs> well, what are you talking about? I've made ads on Facebook. Oh, yeah, that's true. You don't ever tell me about that stuff because I'm not on Facebook. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> I'm just going to do it. <laughs> um, yeah, so like, the Facebook's business is advertising. They're a huge advertising platform. That's it. That's the business, period. You can call it a social network. You can call it whatever you want. It's not. It's an advertising platform. That's what it does. Um, and it, it's got a really promising offer to advertisers. It's, you know, Basically, it's like, hey, we know more about your customers than anyone else. We can serve you, uh, serve up your ads to the most specific groups of people who you are targeting very easily and at a much lower cost than traditional advertising methods. Right. So as a brand, as a big conglomerate or a corporation, you're like, this is, sounds like a great deal, right? It's going to be cheaper. It's going to be more effective. That's what every company wants to hear. Um, so before we start, I want to just, this is, this is when I get to torture you. Um, so what Facebook deals in is digital advertising, more or less. It's kind of like an industry term. Can you name just three other forms of advertising? Um, do they have to be like the actual terms or can I describe them? You could just describe them, but there, I mean, when I, yeah, but I think that it's like, it's a type of advertising. Television advertising be one? Yes, exactly. Okay. Like boots on the ground advertising, like handing out flyers and stuff. Yeah, that is, that's one. I don't know. Uh, like newspaper advertising. Yeah. So like print TV, radio, um, there's a whole category called out of home, which is like billboards and things like that. There's um, direct marketing, which is mailers, like all like the the socialist hamburger. Oh, the socialist hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's it, and that and that for a long time, really up until the '90s, like those were the dominant ways you'd advertise, right? And then right. along came a, the internet, and it changed everything. Um, and with the widespread adoption, the adoption of the internet, it you started to see banner ads, which are still around. Um, a lot of pop-up ads until, <laughs> until browsers started building in pop-up blockers. Which, thank God, because it you was horrible. Hit that X quick. If you're going to a uh, to a, to a website that you don't want to be around around your family, got to hit that X quick. <laughs> don't want to get a virus when you're trying mm-hmm. to uh, have a good time. I I remember peak pop-up. It was horrible. Like, some sites were completely. Unknown. I remember uh, that was a fun little story. I was about seventeen, I guess, and uh, my dad was around at the moment, and he was living with his mom, which is I call my granny. And uh, you I make was making fun of me, ma, and you got a granny. I got a granny, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, I was over at their house, and I'm a 17 year old boy. You know, I got a, you know, I got shit to take care of. So she had a computer room, right? And this is the only spot in the house that had internet. It was in the computer room. We didn't have Wi-Fi. She just had like an Ethernet cable, you know, direct to the direct to the modem. I think I know where this is going. I'm, I'm... And uh, oh, no, 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 keep listening. So you know, I did what I had to do. You know, whatever. And the next day, she told me my computer won't work. Her computer won't work. Her computer won't work. And I know what's going on in my head. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. And about a week later, she called me. So, Taunton, you got to come. You got to come look at this computer. I got on there and I saw the biggest pecker I've ever saw on that computer <laughs> screen. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I'll uh, I'll, I'll call somebody. <laughs> Dalton. You yeah. Curse that poor woman. Mm-hmm. She never wanted to see that in her. Whole He's not life. exactly innocent. It's okay. <laughs> Just bad as all these grifters p- picking on old ladies. This ain't the first time she saw a dick. Come on, my my dad exists. <laughs> <laughs> but she said the biggest. I mean, that could be traumatizing. <laughs> you don't know what site that was. Uh, <laughs> so, um, over the years, like advertising online the digital advertising has really evolved um and it's evolved into kind of a model of data collection right like the whole the whole cell is we know a lot about people on the internet we'll serve them up with very specific advertising that because that's the customer you want and that's the customer can't do that as much with with tv or print you know i mean you kind of know like what audiences are watching what shows and and that like you'll have age, you know, demographics for that. And you can stuff up like that, but it's never been as specific and precise as the digital advertising. And Google was really the the pioneer in this. Like they took all of your, your search histories and they compiled a, a profile of who you were based on that. Later when Gmail came out, they just read all of your fucking emails. And so they knew exactly who you were based right. on that. They kept trying to get into a social media and it kept not working because their social media, you know, their social network, uh, their social oh, network was plus? terrible. It was plus. And then they did circles. They had something else. There were a bunch they went through and they just, none of them ever, nobody wanted to get on there, but it was like, I'm on Facebook. I don't need another fucking social network. Right. 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 And they're after, right. After MySpace died, everybody was like, okay, I think I'm sticking with this. one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, also like nobody really needs a fucking at all. Um, so yeah, so they, you know, every everything you like, every I mean, like everything you search for was on there. With Facebook, it was like your network and activities, everything you like, every person you're friends with, every article you read, everything you post is factored into the algorithm. And it's kind of terrifying when you think about that, like how much they know about you. All right. Well, here's my here's my question. I've never been like a private individual, right? You know, that's a whole story about me jerking off on a podcast. That's when I go on the internet. <laughs> so like my whole thing is like, if they got my data, they got my data. I don't care. I'm just like, I'm just a 28 year old dude in South Georgia. I don't have any money. They can't steal my fucking money. Like, you know, like what's, what's the harm in them having my data? So I'm going to put my big tinfoil hat on real quick because okay. this is going to sound a little conspiratorial, but I'm actually really serious about it. It, it is there. Hypothetically, there could come a point where that data can be used against you. You know, let's say you looked at some weirdo site and for some reason, somebody at one of these companies has something, they go show your job, you get fired, you know, or you decide to run for local office. You're never going to get elected because they have too much information. Now, I'm not saying that that's something that's going to happen, but it could. And I think that's what should worry you. That's Or or they want to target certain people, 
you know, like you're in deep South Georgia. What if they're like, you know, we want to target people that lean far to the left. Let's go find people that are reading socialist, you know, materials online. Oh, look, we got them. You know, right. here it is. We've got it. We got all the data. It's right there. It's easy to find too. Like, obviously that's like big way off in terms of like, you know, it's, it, it's not something that we think will actually happen now, but if it did, these companies make it so easy to do that. Same vein. Like if you want to think about it, uh, I wasn't always the crazy leftist I am today. You know, there's times when I was growing up that I wanted, you know, I wanted to fit in with the redneck kids and there's pictures out there on Facebook or it was on Facebook. I've deleted them since. I'm not sure if Facebook still has them of like me in front of like a Confederate flag, you know, when I was 13, 14, 15, not knowing what the fuck I was doing. Right. Right. Now imagine, imagine, you know, you, that, that was kept and someone was able to use that against you. You know how, right. I mean, you, you see how, how quick, someone's life can be ruined because of stuff like that right and now you've got two private companies who don't answer to anybody that have all that information that know probably more about you than you even remember right about you, you right. <laughs> so like i i don't think it's i, I don't think it's good I, I think it's i think it's a i think ultimately it's a bad thing even if you're like i don't have anything to hide it's like well i, I don't either but you know it's it's it, it could manifest there's stuff in out ways. there that it looks bad. You know, there's stuff out there that yeah. looks bad. And it's like, you just don't know. I mean, a private company has no reason to have all of that information on everybody and everybody. It's insane how, how much data they have. Right. And it gets predictive. It's like, now we're at the point where we can predict what they, and we're going to serve mm-hmm. them up. Even things that they don't, they're maybe not searching for, but we think they're going to like based on that. It's scary. Like that's you know the amount of goddamn t-shirts I've bought on Facebook because they came in suggested ads. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that. That's my. I'll take my hat off now. But that's that's my whole thing about that. It's like I just that I don't, I don't trust a big corporation to make the right decision. And that's extremely fair. You know, that's me. That's just that's me. But anyway, so we've got the biggest platform in the scamming universe being funded by scamming their own customers, and we're, we're going to talk about a couple of stories. So the first story is about how Facebook managed to get hundreds of journalists fired and shuttered multiple newsrooms because, according to Facebook. Facebook is never wrong. Um, so I think we all understand that, again, Facebook is this giant fucking platform, but it's not only a platform for advertisers, but also a big platform for news sites. Like, right. The Facebook news right. is huge, huge. Um, and in and, fact, that's where like, I, I, I wouldn't say it's unfair to say about 90% of Americans get their news from Facebook. I, I think the percentage, I, I don't think that's unfair at all. Yeah. So this is why this is going to be really problematic. Uh, in 2015, with a wild-ass presidential campaign on the horizon, Facebook made a prediction that video content was going to be favored over traditional print journalism. Right? This is a bold proclamation. Video, original video content is the way to go. So the message made its way to outlets that rely on Facebook for traffic, and the message was pretty clear. You comply and pivot to video or risk your content being demoted. So they're, you know, they're able to like strong arm you into doing whatever they th- they say. And so Facebook is like, we're pivoting to a video because we think that's the future. YouTube is wildly successful. We want that. So now everybody that, that we work with needs to. Much in the same vein that Austin is trying to strong arm me into making a YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> You're not wrong. 
you're, you're not wrong. Um, so they, uh, yeah. So it's, it's Facebook is like, okay. So at this point I actually say Facebook is the only company that actually knows the real metrics, right? They have no obligation to tell anybody where they're, why they're making these decisions. They just make them and they right. say, it's because we we have the data and everybody just has to go, I guess. Yeah. Like we have no way to counter check that. Like there's no other mechanism there because they keep all that shit secret. So the, um, so, you know, when they say jump, the content creators go, oh, hi, like we have to, we have to do what you say, or you're going to distress. Right. That's <laughs> like, the source of income, them. you know, right. that's how that's they it. live. So this ended up causing the jobs or costing the jobs of hundreds of reporters um, as news outlets scrambled to hire video production. So they're like, we don't need journalists anymore. Let's fire the journalists and let's hire video production. Too dangerous because like, where did I draw the line between actual news and content? Yep. Yep. So I have a piece on uh, real quick, just a little snippet from an article on Politico. Um, it says Mashable laid off around 30 staffers on Thursday, including three high level editors as part of a pivot towards non-news video content. The company's entire politics desk consisting of editor Juana Summers and two reporters has been laid off, as well as most of the global news desk and about half of its editorial video team. Mashable chief revenue officer, Seth Rogen, not that Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> Executive editor, Jim Roberts, managing editor, Jonathan Ellis, and business editor, Heidi Moore, were, are also leaving the company, sources told police. The news came as a shock to staffers who said there was no warning that the changes were imminent. So again, Facebook says, do it. And uh, there's no regard for people losing their job. Right. No. And it's not a ton of people. I mean, it's, it's almost 500 journalists, but there's not a lot of journalists. Like that's a big number for journalists that are actually working in the street. And just goes to show like they're, they're cogs in the machine. They're replaceable. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it was more than just Mashable, like MTV News, Mike, uh, Fox Sports, Vocative, Barstool Sports and Vice Sports, each laid off writers during the great pit. Um, no, now that I think about it, I've never seen a Barstool Sports like written piece. It's all video content that I've seen from them. And that kind of like, that kind of goes to prove your point. Yeah. Yep. And um, you know, while views for videos, like video views remained pretty steady, they might've increased a little bit on the Facebook platform. The individual publishers saw the traffic to their sites plummet after this happened. Um, and this is from an article on Digiday. According to data source from Comscore, the publishers that pivoted to video this summer have seen at least a 60% drop in their traffic in August compared to the same period from a year. Mike went down from 17.5 million visitors in August 2016 to 6.6 .6 million in August of 2017, according to Comscore. Um, the decline in vocative was even more drastic as it went from 4 million visitors in August 2016 to 175,000 visitors in July 2017. Wow. Yeah. They're trying um, to replace the internet. They are actually trying to replace the internet. Yeah. And like, while you were saying that, I was thinking, I was like, what's the last website I visited that wasn't a social media platform? And I couldn't think of one. Yeah. No, it's absolutely true. They were saying, so they, they go on to say, by August 2017, Vocative's traffic had shrunk enough that Comscore couldn't detect it. Over the past six months, the Alexa ranks for Vocative, Fox Sports, and Mike have also plummeted. That's yep. Insane, yep. So something wasn't quite adding up. Right. Because there's like Facebook is like video content. Good. But then the traffic on the sites is going down. That doesn't seem right. So in September 2016, 
the Wall Street Journal published a story that claimed Facebook had been knowingly inflating the amount of time that its users watched video content over the previous two years. It was estimated that the viewership figures were increased by anywhere from 60 to 80%. That dirty, dirty Zuck. Yep. So it put, like Facebook put all of its resources into moving to video and it's not working. They're wrong. It doesn't work. That's not what right. people want. People want, still want written journalism to read. I personally will read an article over watching a video. You're different. I know that. But like, <laughs> <laughs> like when I go to a site, like if I go to like, I, I don't know, fucking see, I don't go to sin, but CNN.com and like the video starts playing, but then I can actually just read the article underneath it. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same on that. Video. If I'm going for like a written, like if I want to learn something, I'm going like, I'm going for the written article, right. but if I just want something like, I don't know, fuck around for a few hours until some time, you know, I'll go to fucking TikTok, you know, you scroll down a little bit. I'll go to Twitter. I'll skip a few posts until there's a video playing so I can enjoy some content. Yeah, like, I, I prefer to read it, but that's just me. That's, that's a personal, but why not both? Why can't we have both? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, I remember the big Facebook watch push. I remember that. I'm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. It was called Facebook watch. And that was yeah. the whole thing. Like that was their whole platform that they were trying to launch and it wasn't working. Um, of course, like they couldn't come out and say that it wasn't working because that would cause advertisers to leave them. And that's money out of their pocket. Um, they released a statement that the overblown metrics were a mistake but they had discovered the mistake a couple of months before the story came out and had fixed it. How convenient. Truly psychopathic to put people's livelihoods on the line just so you won't look like you don't look like you fucked up. This is like capitalism right here. This is right. Like, right. Like, right. That's it. We don't care if 500 journalists lose their job, you know, and we're, we just, we have, we have to make that money. And this is what we think is going to be right. And even if it's not, we're not going to apologize. We're going to lie. Like they told all of those content makers, like, listen, why don't you stop making money and help us make money? <laughs> yeah. And if you don't, you'll not make any money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. Like, like whatever your share of right now, we'll just like the mob going in to offer a neighborhood yeah. protection. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> really nice place you got here. It'd be a shame if it burned down. Right. Right. That's it. <laughs> Maybe that's the name of the episode. <laughs> what? <laughs> really nice place you got here. It'd be a shame if it burned down. <laughs> because I would like to somewhere. burn. I would like to burn Facebook. Um, but the, it, parody. That's parody. <laughs> um, so the thoughts this, of Austin are not the thoughts. If you catch my grift, yes, they are. They absolutely Please are. Sue him no, and not think, me. You said. <laughs> We all know what I'm getting anything out of you, and you can maybe get my MacBook out of me, but that's about all I got. <laughs> you have my cat. I like my cat. I don't want to give my cat. <laughs> um, so the advertisers weren't buying it, right? They're like, well, this is bullshit. And so they brought suit against Facebook. You ready, Dalton? The title of the episode. <laughs> You're going to lose that sheet of paper. You know that, right? No, I talked on my phone. Okay. We're good. So the advertiser brought suit against Facebook and over the course of the proceedings, the advertisers realized that the numbers were in fact, not being fudged by 60 to 80%. Even more. The viewership metrics had been inflated anywhere from 150 to 900%. Jesus Christ. (laughs) No, you didn't get 15 gay views. You really got 60. (laughs) Yeah. That's exactly what it's like. Holy shit. That's probably why. And I actually think that that's why Facebook was like, we're sorry, because they knew that those figures were really low. And they're like, 
we can maybe get a pass on 80 to 90%. We are not going to get a pass on 900%. You know what it reminds me of? Do you watch, have you ever watched South Park? Yeah. 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 Do you know the, the bit where like uh, they got the BP or spill guy in a commercial? Like, I'm sorry. I know we ruined the ocean, but I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the specific bit, but I can picture it because I know South Park, like a voice yeah. a lot of South Park. Oh, it's just. Oh my, I just, it like, what a, it, I mean, it was damning. And I just to put an example of how much of their revenue is advertising in 2015, which is when this was happening, this was going on advertising made up 95% of the total revenue for the, which at that time was about $17 billion. Now you've just been outed as lying to the customers that you actually make money from, hmm. which is just fucking bonkers. Yeah. Um, yeah it's crazy. <laughs> And they, they can get away with it. They can get yeah, away with it. They'll they never do. get taken down. No, they don't. That's the wild thing. It's like they, these guys have been bulletproof and they just, they, they get uh, nothing happens to the heads. Um, anyway, they, they, it's just a cash grab. They did the video thing, most likely to fend off other platforms. Like they were like, oh, we got to fight YouTube. We got to fight Twitter. We got to fight, you know, LinkedIn because they all have video content. And so they want to be the kings of video. They want to be the kings of everything. They, they, you know, but they can't. They're like, we want to be the best at everything. But we're actually pretty much the worst. <laughs> we like, nothing can be yours. All of it has to be mine. <laughs> right. You know who that reminds me of? Julius fucking Caesar. Speaking of, look on your top bookshelf. Second book to the left. Oh, yeah. Right there. Caesar. There's a book on yeah, Caesar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it while you were talking. I was like, hmm. <laughs> I haven't finished it. I, I'll be honest with you. I haven't quite finished that one. Uh, there's a lot of unread books on this shelf behind me. <laughs> so, yeah. So, in the end. Not a ton comes out about this. Not a ton happens as a result of this. Um, After all, all these big corporations, all these advertisers, all they want is to cut costs and increase their returns, right? So if that's that's in in the form of... Facebook is still cheaper than these alternatives, even if they're lying about these metrics, we're gonna we're gonna take them because you know that that's just that's corporate responsibility, right? It's the same reason that you know job but like huge layoffs happen because the easiest thing to control is your labor cost. Right. You can, you know, you fire as many people, it pads the quarterly numbers, and everybody gets rewarded that works at the top of the corporation. Future episode, uh WWE on if you guys Fuck yeah. <laughs> Not even WWE, just Vince McMahon. Oh, God, I want it so bad. <laughs> That's good shit. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, it like even something like this that you think would ruin any other business because they're so big doesn't do anything. And I know I, I, I don't have any sympathy for the advertiser. Fuck them too, right? I, I'm not, this is not like, this is not a good guy company or a good guy story. Like the companies are shitty. Facebook is shitty. It's all shitty, right? Right. But there is something to realize is that a company like Facebook, in addition to like it's like shitty investors, also as investors has investment vehicles. What I mean by that is tied into their stock are retirement funds, 401ks invest in their stock because it's big stock and it's been on the way up. So you're fucking once again with old people money. Hmm. Okay, so 401k is bad. Maybe not invest in a 401k. <laughs> no, it's good in theory. But what they do is they take your money, they pull it together. Sorry. <coughs> Are you okay? I just feel like I got something in my throat. 
<laughs> don't start. Were you around Christopher lately? <laughs> <laughs> Boo. <laughs> All right. So you're going to have to edit that previous part out. I'm going to start all again. <laughs> uh, fucking troll. <laughs> oh, you know, you know why you love your mom. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> All right, so um, you're going to have to edit a bunch of that shit out because I'm going to start over. (laughs) So, again, I don't have any sympathy for Facebook. I don't have any sympathy for the the advertising. They're big multinational corporations for the most part. They're super problematic and just as awful as Facebook is. But when you do shit like this, you don't just put investors' money at risk, right? Right. A lot of times, there are large investment vehicles that invests in stocks like Facebook. So for instance, retirement accounts and 401ks, right? What they do in 401ks are, you know, they, they, they take all of this money that people invest in, they pool it together, and then they spread that investment out over a bunch of different, right? So they buy stocks in all kinds of companies and with the hopes that by spreading it out, there'll be enough returns where they can, you actually grow your investment and the little that you put in now will be ready for you. So if a big company like Facebook goes belly up, it, 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 it's going to affect the people that always get ripped off in these things, which are older people and people that are looking to invest for retirement and crazy fucked up, but that's what happens. Saying that you can just take people's money and like, and just invest it in things that they don't know about. Like I don't have a 401k because I can't afford a 401k right now. Maybe now that I'm like actually getting a promotion, I can afford a 401k, but but anyway, like if I were to invest in a 401k, I didn't know that it was going towards the stock of a major company. Yep. Yep. And there's actually been big movement recently for a lot of companies and pensions and 401ks and retirement funds to divest of oil companies or like, you know, polluters. And so a lot of these pensions are pulling out of, it's called like activist investing and they're, they're pulling out of um, companies that they don't agree with or companies that are doing like severe environmental harm. And they're right. like, we're, we don't want our retirement money being used by natural gas companies, oil companies, nuclear power companies, whatever that is, whatever it is. You know? And so, you know, I almost feel like something like that should be done at Facebook, right? Like I don't want my retirement money funding Mark Zuckerberg. Right. You know, and I, I wish there was some sort of like grassroots push for something like that, because I mean, I have, a 401k, I, there's only a little bit that goes into it, but one of the funds when I was doing the research, one of the funds that I invest in does have a, a lot of Facebook Ooh. in their portfolio. Austin, bad. So I'm part of the problem. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I don't know. It's like, you know, yeah, how yeah, do you, yeah. if I hadn't done that specific research, I would have never known. Right. Because they don't tell you. They don't, they don't tell you where no, your money's they going. They don't have to. They don't have to. They just have to. There's, they do, they do have guarantees, you know, not on the necessarily the return, but like on how it's invested and it's invested enough, like it's spread out enough where there's like, if one company goes belly up, it's not going to just destroy it. But I mean, that would do a lot of damage. And maybe some well, a listener can correct me on that. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Again, arts will drop out. But um, <laughs> yeah, like it's that just, I don't know. That's, that, that seems kind of crazy. Um, you know, so. I, it, yeah, I just I don't understand like the theme here, and I hate it. Is that it all comes back to stealing old people, and I, uh, that yeah, was the part that really stuck with me, where I was like, "God damn it, quit it!" Always, how does it always come back to that? I right? No, <laughs> it, it drives me fucking crazy. It's yeah, like, it, just quit it. 
it always like and when i think of an old person i think of like the most vulnerable person on the planet <laughs> right yeah. So, so at the same time, they're doing two things, and I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but they're they're rotting their brains with misinformation, and and, and they're gambling their retirement money, or at least a portion of it. Right. And I'm like, fuck you! Don't pick on old people. Leave them alone. You know what? You know, while we're on old people and misinformation from Facebook, I gotta like throw it. They'll never listen to this. I, I hope to God they don't listen to this. But shout out my grandma and papa because the other day or yesterday, I went to their house and they're like, hey, don't. Have you gotten that third booster shot for that COVID vaccine? And like, I had a bad feeling in my soul. They're like, oh no, oh no, here he comes. And I was like, no, I hadn't got it yet. Like, well, we went up there the other day to the drugstore in Lakeland and got us a little booster shot. And I was like, yes, they did it. Good. God, my Fox News listening grandparents went and got the fucking vaccine anyway. Whereas, whereas my not my my not Fox News listening dad still hasn't gotten any of his. I'm so oh. fucking annoyed. Okay, we're good. Um, so it's not just investors, right? It's not just institutional investors. These guys are ripped with this 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 particular scam. Um, there are also government agencies like the U.S. Army and Air Force who advertise on the platform, and of course, that money comes from you and me. Comes from the taxes. Don't get me started on the fucking military. Okay, all right. Let me get on my pedestal real quick. <laughs> Nobody has the goddamn business coming to high schools to recruit fucking children. They're talking to children and they're fucking they're scamming kids. They they offer them, oh, we give this great life. Oh, we'll pay for your college. Blah 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 blah. blah. What I don't tell you is the minute you get out of high school, you're gonna go to fucking Afghanistan and get fucking killed. Yep. Oh my god. No, don't don't get me started on come back with your brain scramble. I have a yeah. fun story. Here's my fun story about the military. They were recruiting at my high school and they <laughs> I was a little shithead. Um and the, the recruiter started like talk to me in the lunchroom. We were a small school and they started talking and it came out. I was like, I'm actually planning to go to art school. So unless I can come over to the military and just like paint the tanks, I don't think there's anything for me. And the guy was just like, oh, maybe you're not the right person. <laughs> 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 I was like, I'm going to paint the fucking camo. Like, what do you want me to do? I'm not going to the military. <laughs> there's always a job for you. There's a job for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. Then they showed that fucking enlistment bonus for fucking infantry. They promised you $50,000 up front and the goddamn Hellcat. Yeah. And then I go, don't ask, don't tell, because that was a thing at the time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so we can we can have you go out there and get fucking killed, but don't you fuck any men. Yeah, right? <sighs> Insane. Insanity. What's even worse is how much money we pour into our Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking billions. <laughs> our, our our military budget, Dalton, I don't know if you know this, is higher than the next 20 countries combined. Yeah. Yeah. But we're look at the people. But we're Look at people that fucking enlist. But Look we're scared at, oh, of no, China. No. Yeah, yeah, we're scared of fucking China. And we spend, <laughs> we outspend them by a ridiculous amount. It, it, it's just, it's fucking maddening. It's maddening. It's it's all corruption. It's all greed. It's all these weapons manufactured. I'm just, I, that's no, you I don't want to talk about money that. and put it in fucking education or some other actual beneficial thing, and then come talk to me about being scared of China. Healthcare. <laughs> yeah, healthcare. Medi- Medicare for all. Make sure everybody has a home. Please make know. sure seven-year-old Timmy doesn't fucking die from leukemia first, and then come and talk to me about being scared of China. Right, right. 
Anyway, <laughs> I told this is going to get political and we haven't even gotten to the political shit. <laughs> we may, we may alienate a lot of our, our base. I don't know. I don't even know who's listening. Uh, um, anyway, <laughs> so when you, when you rip off the government, which is what ha- actually happened, this is a violation of something called the false claims act. And the act is aimed at people who defraud the government and it has a precedent when it's enacted. Take, for example, a story from 20, uh, 2005 about another advertising company, Ogilvy & Mather, New York, right up the street from my office, where three of its executives were criminally prosecuted for just such a thing. Raymond Simcoe, 56, I'm sorry, this is from The Guardian. Raymond Simcoe, 56, faces a maximum jail sentence of five years and a fine of $250,000 after pleading guilty to his role in allegedly falsifying timesheets in a bid to overbill the White House anti-drug agency for work on its advertising campaign. Last month, I know, (laughs) last month, Mr. Simcoe's former colleagues, Shona Seifert and Thomas Early, were found guilty on all counts of defrauding the government after they attempted in 1999 to overbill the Office of Natural, I'm sorry, National Drug Control Policy by $3 million to cover a shortfall in the amount of advertising in the amount the advertising agency owned by Sir Martin Sorrell's WPP group had budgeted to make from the account. So they're out there overcharging the government. Yeah. And who thinks that's a good fucking idea to begin <laughs> with? Like, let's fuck over the government. That sounds like a great idea. We let's, definitely won't get caught doing that. Yeah, let's let's pad their bills by $3 million. You want to talk about like the most highly regulated bureaucratic client you could ever have as an advertising agency is a government client. <laughs> like there's so much bullshit you have to put through like agencies that I've worked for in the past won't even take on government work because it's such a headache to, to just deal with. Now I will say Ogilvy is also, they love government work. Like this is a scumbag agency. It's been around for a long time. They've done some iconic work, but they've been a scumbags and they actually were fairly recently involved in another scandal where they were um, doing advertising for ice when they were <laughs> deporting everybody like, and, ice? like bad ice, like immigration and customs enforcement. Oh, oh mm. so ice was one of their clients and all the people that worked at the agency were like, what the fuck is this? Like, we don't want to do bad advertising. It's like it, it's it, but they, they didn't care. It's about that money. It's all Hold about on, this isn't money. a political podcast. So I'm going to cover up my mic. If you support ice, don't fucking listen to this podcast. Go find another <laughs> a podcast to listen to you fucking assholes. Okay, yeah, yeah. All Listen, right. I, I have a, I, she's she's not my blood sister, but she's my sister and she worked for ICE for a little while, but it was it was many, many years ago before. I'll take it back off. Some no, it's okay. No, you can say fuck ICE. <laughs> she dealt with mostly, she dealt with mostly international adoptions. She wasn't deporting people, but she's okay. also a decent enough human where if they were like, we need you to deport people, she'd be like, nah, I'm fucking out of here. Right. Okay. All right. But Good for Austin's sister. <laughs> I say fuck ice, even having someone who in the family that I'm very close to and very fond of work there. You know, fuck them. That was the, she was also a total badass. We'll talk about him. She, <laughs> she, she one time um, shook Fat Joe down at an. At, what? Okay. So I'll tell you the story. So Mona is her name. Love her to death. Like I said, she's like my sister. She's like my older sister. I don't have any real sisters. This is my sister. And she was working for TSA at the time. Another shitty question, but she got in a government path and started working. And at the time, she's like the short, stocky lesbian woman who was working at Newark Airport in Newark, New Jersey. And the TSA, you have to take off your shoes, right? So she's working the late shift. Like she's working the night overnight shift for right. and they don't have a lot of they don't have a lot of people coming through there that time. 
but she's, you know, she does things that she wasn't supposed to do. She would take they, a surprising number of people try to get through security with cutlery, like knives, oh, but not like, oh, not like oh. pocket knives, but like knives, like, like dinner chef knives. knives. Yeah. Like dinner knives, like butter knives and other, <laughs> like they somehow think that that's okay to get through. I don't know, but they would have to take knives away. Well, she's also like, I'm going to take forks away. If I see a fork, I'm taking it. She's like, because I can hijack a fucking plane with a fork. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, she's like, I'm taking them away. And her boss kept saying, why are you taking all these forks away? You know, <laughs> part of the guy, she's like, because I could take over a plane with a fork. And, and she probably could because she's badass. So anyway, one night has nothing to do with anything. But one one night on her shift, Fat Joe comes in. Like and, what's love got to do with it, Fat Joe? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and she doesn't know who he is. Mona's like, I don't know who this is. And so her his like handler bodyguard assistant whatever it was like his his guy took his shoes off comes through security pulls her aside and says hey so that guy is fat joe and he doesn't want to take off his shoes to come through security and she's like he has to take off his shoes everybody has to take off their shoes right that's 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 the deal this is post 9 11 you have to take off your shoes and he said yeah but he goes but he's fat joe and she said for she's like sat for a second and she said, she, she pulled him in. She's like, come close. She leans over and she goes, you could tell Fat Joe that he just ran into Fat Mo. And if he don't take off his shoes, he's not going anywhere. And so the dude goes back and he walks back to security. He goes over to Fat Joe and he's like, you know, she ain't playing around. You got to take off your shoes. And Fat Joe took off his shoes. Got to security, <laughs> got on the plane. <laughs> oh, man. She's a badass. Uh, love her to death. <laughs> he didn't get a chance to lean back that day. No, <laughs> I'd be scared to death too. Like I'm, you know, she would have, yeah, she'd have wrecked Fat Joe. There's no doubt in my mind. <laughs> There's no doubt. Um, so yeah, um, real crimes, right? Facebook is actually doing real crimes. These are yeah. not just like shitty things. These are like you're committing fraud. You're committing fraud against the government. Fraud against your investors. Like you're doing real crime. But they just move on to the next crisis. And this isn't even the first time they've been accused of inflating the numbers. Like they've been long dogged by accus- uh, accusations, but from former employees who come out and say they overestimate the actual number of users on the platform. Um, and one of the biggest issues they have is something called SUMA, which stands for a single user with multiple accounts, right? Alts, right? And so it's pretty easy to figure out that information. Like when our right. when our when our boy little baby gay got knocked off of Twitter, they they nailed his IP address, <laughs> so he can't go on a he can't start up a new account, and they immediately instabate him. They well, know well, I made him a new account for my house that he can log on to anytime, and he won't he won't fucking do it <laughs> because the second he logs on from his IP address, that one's gone too. Yeah, but I know people that's been like banned from Twitter, and they just made a new account, and they're okay. And I, I don't they nailed I don't know him. Why. I don't know what's going on with him anyway. <laughs> Dash, we love you. Um, so what yeah. a name. What a name. I'm not gonna say his last name, but what a fucking name. name. But that's a oh I'll edit it out. It's Dash. His name is Dash. That's fucking badass. That's such a good name. Oh god, I love his name so much. And I want to dox him all the time on Discord <laughs> because his name is so good. So <laughs> um yeah, one of the so the the single user with multiple accounts, it, it's really easy to figure this shit out, right? You look at the IP address, you know exactly where these guys are coming from, but instead they count those accounts as separate users to inflate their accounts. Hmm. So if you had four alts 
you know, for all your like weird porn fetishes, each of those would count as users in their reporting to their investors okay, and to the advertisers. Um, I want to read something from Matt Stoller, who I really like. He's got a newsletter called Big. It's about monopolies. Highly recommend it. I read it. I subscribe. I give him one of the he's he's a he's got a good good um substack that's worth company officials frequently discussed what to do about this deception which means they knew how deep the problem went in one email chief marketing officer alex schultz said the errors were not a quote metrics bug unquote but instead a quote deliberate product decision since the launch in the late 2000s close quote in another email facebook executive amy vora wrote Quote, I think there is a real chance this is bad. This is a bad moment for us. Facebook likes, or sorry, Facebook lies about its user numbers to get record profit. The target on our back just gets bigger. There's so many internal quotes showing malfeasance. It's a pointless, it's pointless to list them all, but here are a few. Facebook vice president for ads, Rob Goldman, said that Facebook's handling of duplicate accounts was, quote, pretty indefensible. And Sheryl Sandberg wrote in one email, quote, we spoke about this a long time ago, many times. I thought we knew about this, but we also recognized that when the self-reporting data was so different than the census, we knew we had to address it. I believe we still do. Once again, the description was intentional. When one employee presented the plan to fix the problem, noting that the revenue impact is indeed significant, higher-ups turned him down. This is a lawsuit waiting to happen. So you got people inside of this fucking company going, yo, we're going to get in a lot of trouble if this comes out. And they don't do anything about it. Because of money. Yeah, it would affect the bottom line. Yeah. They don't want to do anything about it. They gotta, no. if they, got, if they got a chance of getting away with it. They're going to try. This company's worth a trillion dollars. <laughs> I just want to say that like, th- th- like everything that's come out about this company that said, no, we want to make more money. And, and indeed they have made more money. Like it's crazy. And I just, I, it, it just makes me, my, it's like, what are you actually selling? Like, what are, what are you doing? Like, there's no product. You're not doing anything. You're not improving anybody's life. You're making everybody fucking miserable. You're interfering in elections. You, I, I mean, you're like, Aish, Aish. <laughs> so, you know, this is, this is, this is, we talked about this a little bit earlier. So there's these newly leaked documents from Francis Hogan uh, and they back this up or Haugen, sorry, back this up. They're losing young people. Users under 23 are leaving the platform in masses. And so this is what she said in a piece uh, from RS Technica. The complaint said in an internal Facebook report that said Facebook's teen and young adult DAU, which stands for daily active users, has been on the decline since 2012 and 2013. Data science findings indicate that users 25 and above are increasing their use of Facebook. The teen DAU has plateaued and the young adult, which is 18 to 24, continues to decline. Since 2013, 2012, that sounds like peak Twitter. That's, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like the peak Twitter years. Yeah. An- another internal record said that young adults, quote, want uplifting and motivating content, yet see Facebook content as negative, fake, and boring. Yeah. Yeah. Facebook is boring. Yeah. I get on there about once a month to share like a meme and then <laughs> I'll yeah. leave again. Internal records also said the teen daily activity or teen daily active users dropped 13% from 2009 to 2021. I'm sorry, 2019 to 2021. And that during the pandemic, quote, every cohort's use of Facebook increased except for those 23 and under, which continued to decline. So even in a pandemic, young people are like, fuck Facebook. If I wanted to see what some old boomer thought, 
<laughs> so that's I'd that's go what with, it's become. I'd go and I'd go to my fucking like Walmart or some shit. You know, <laughs> no, I want to go to fucking Facebook. Yeah. So one internal document said that over 15% of the new teen accounts were existing users creating a second account, a higher percentage than for users overall. Facebook acknowledged the duplicate account problem in a January 2021 fi- filing with the SEC saying that duplicate accounts may have represented approximately 11% of our worldwide. Wow. MAUs. That's a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 11% doesn't sound a lot when you're talking about the amount of people that are on Facebook. The billions That's of people that are on it. That's a lot of fucking people. Yep. The complaint noted. Um, but in a 2018 earnings call, Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg claimed that the company's tally of MAUs, quote, refers to individual people rather than active accounts. So it excludes when people have multiple accounts, active accounts on a single app, the complaints. None of this shit. Hmm. They're doing everything they can to stay relevant. Everything they can to like increase their quarterly income quarter after quarter. And if it includes lying, whatever, it includes genocide, whatever, genocide. I mean, it's, this is going to get dark. But what happens when the fucking old heads that are used on Facebook just die out? What, oh, what happens then? They're in a lot of trouble. Huh? They're oh, yeah, yeah, trouble. yeah, 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 yeah. They're in a lot of trouble. Yeah, they're, 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 they're fucked. I mean, this is, this is not a sustainable business model. No. It's going to make Mark Zuckerberg a lot of money. Then you're going to sell it off and, <laughs> and start something else. Yeah. Well, and, and we'll get to that. Um, I mean, it's just, it's just the same shit over and over again. And here's the thing. And I don't want to be too much of a cynic, but I am going to be a, a big cynic. Nothing is going to happen. Like I would love to see regulators break this fucking company up into a thousand companies. <laughs> and I would love to see Mark Zuckerberg shipped off to a remote Island by himself and force him to learn how to live on the land. <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs> but it's not going to happen. They're too big. And beyond that, and this is the political stuff. They are so heavily involved in politics. It's crazy. Um, I know that that Trump did a lot of saber rattling about like breaking up and shutting down Facebook. And, you know, after he was suspended from the platform, how he was saying it was, you know, we need to regulate these and all this stuff, but he's not going to do it. He's not going to do it. It also should be noted that he was not permanently banned from Facebook. That's the only platform he wasn't permanently. He was suspended and they left a window at his suspension where he can come back for 2024, just in time for the. Mm, That makes sense. Yep. Um, But Here's the thing is like the right wing in this com- country doesn't want Facebook to change. Honestly, most of the Democrats don't want it to change either. Facebook is the only social media platform that still allows political ad. Twitter banned them. All the other big platforms banned them. They said, we're not taking political spinner. But Facebook is like, we'll still take your money. <laughs> yeah, <Fine. laughs> No big deal. It's fine. They even doubled down at one point and said they would not fact check political ads. Mm. So now they're like, we'll take your money. Even if you're lying, we're not going to tell anybody. Okay, so uh, that little sticker that comes on uh, whenever people are spreading COVID-19 disinformation, there's a little sticker at the bottom that says, this may not be true. Learn more. The COVID-19, they did take a stand on, but it's like paid political advertising is not. You will not see that little sticker on political advertisements. Nope. Mm. How fucked up is that? That's that's insane. (laughs) It's crazy. It's because they know. They know misinformation. Like They love promoting misinformation because that gets the most engagement. Right, that shit makes people angry, and they share things that are angry. They don't share puppy videos. They share things that piss other people off. Right, that's why we weren't meant to have the the main reason I don't use Facebook anymore. <laughs> right, and that's why we shouldn't have social media. That's why it's all ruined our fucking brains. We weren't made to do it. Um, so you know, there's 
contrary to what you might see on Fox News or hear from former President Trump, there's no suppression of big right wing voices going on at Facebook. None. None. You remember uh, your member of Congress, Marjorie Taylor Greene, that, you know, from your state. <laughs> She's not in my district. This is, <laughs> slow down. Slow down on my member of Congress. You voted for her. She's there. She's <laughs> I did not vote for that bitch. <laughs> called her a MILF at one point. I know all of this happened. Uh, oh, okay. I'll, I'll accept that. <laughs> but I'm just going to say I'm not going to vote for her. <laughs> But anyway, it she has been suspended multiple times, and Facebook essentially has like a three strike policy. But it doesn't apply to her. It doesn't apply to Trump. It doesn't apply to most of these right wing because they get engagement, right? right? They right. get views, so you don't want them off your platform because that's what you want. You want people to stick around. It's Outrageous the- content gets engagement. Um, in fact, internal Facebook policies hold traditional news outlets to a much higher standard for fact checking than they do sites like Breitbart. Ben Shapiro's Daily Wire or the Daily Caller. Because I know who they're fucking dealing with. <laughs> they also, know. also, because Zuckerberg hired an extreme white wing political white wing. That's what yeah, it is. I caught it's that. the I white caught wing. That. But I meant to say right wing, but I did say the right thing. It was <laughs> this extreme right wing um, political operator named Joel Kaplan. Motherfucker. That guy sucks. <laughs> he uh, worked in the George W. Bush administration for eight years war criminal and then he went to be a lobbyist for wait for it big coal oh man that sounds like a great guy yep so he's now the vice president of global public policy which means he has say over what can and cannot be posted so again they have a three-strike policy on misinformation from news sources they stick to that policy for traditional news outlets, but Breitbart gets away with murder. Shapiro is literally Dave, Ben Shapiro's Daily Wire is literally the most shared news outlet on them. It it steamrolls the New York Times, CNN, MSNBC, all of the major news networks just get fucking annihilated by Ben Shapiro. I, I feel sympathy for ben, ben Shapiro. If I'm being honest, why his wife's, his wife's pussy don't get wet? Oh God. <laughs> He doesn't, know what, a, He's he doesn't know what a wet ass pussy is. Let me tell you what. I'm going to tell you two things that are true about Ben Shapiro. And I, I don't give a fuck about that little shithead. He's five foot two. And you know, he's got a dirty asshole. <laughs> oh, God. He doesn't wipe until it's, the toilet paper's clean. Oh, he's fucking awful. <laughs> he's the worst. I can't. Uh, anyway. This is our politics by Dalton and Austin. Where we just like, this is this is this is what goes through my head all the time. This is what I think about all the time. It's not healthy. It's not good. But this is what I think about, and I'm getting it on paper, and I'm going to put it on the podcast because you know what? I've been sick, and I couldn't write about a traditional fucking grifter. And then I started thinking about Facebook, and I got really angry, and then I started typing. That's what happened. You know what? This is this. That's good podcasting. It's organic. You know what? Austin sent me a text about three days ago. It was like I just ripped up the. Th- <laughs> the research I was doing on the podcast that we were going to do, and now we're doing a podcast on Facebook, and that's why you've seen all the teasing on Twitter, me talking about sweet baby rays. <laughs> and I didn't rip it up; it's a Google document, so I can't actually rip it up without damaging my new computer that I love. But um, you know, he'll, he, the, the guy I was working on, he'll come back. I just need to be in a better headspace. I'm really mad, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I, I, I can't help but think that this company has knowingly torn apart modern society for engagement that led to advertising dollars 
filling their coffers. I, I, I can't. Like after I read all this shit, I was like, these people don't fucking care. They don't care. And that's that's a comment on capitalism. That's a comment on where we are today. That you can make a trillion dollars being a fucking shithead. Yeah. And and it's just, it's crazy. So I, the only person that, um, or the only, sorry, the only penalty that they have faced to date was a fine handed to them by our dear friend, Kevin Trudeau's least favorite government entity, the federal trade commission. And the fine was massive for most people. They were fined a whopping $5 billion. Good God. Yeah, so <laughs> Facebook agreed to pay this as long as Zuckerberg didn't have to take the stand in the case. He didn't have to do an affidavit. He didn't do any of that stuff. And they were like, we'll pay $5 billion. Just don't put our freak-ass CEO on the stand in this case. Um, I would have paid pay-per-view money to watch that. But, okay, <laughs> so let's let's talk about the figure, right? $5 billion. We're going to reduce this. You have $1,000 in your pocket. Brother, I don't have ten dollars in my pocket. Okay. <laughs> Hypothetical. You have, uh, you have okay, so you have ten dollars in your pocket, and someone says, "Hey, bud, can I get five cents off of you?" Is that going to ruin your day? No. If you have a thousand dollars, and someone's like, "Hey, I need five bucks," is that going to ruin your day? No, not at all. That's what Facebook paid. They're a trillion dollar company. They had to be five billion dollars. It's like you have a thousand dollars and giving away five bucks. Nuts. <laughs> right? That's, that's crazy. That's insane. Like you hear five billion and you're like, holy shit. But then you realize like how little that is, how little a drop that is into the value of this company. That's nothing. That's nothing at all. And it stretched out over 20 years. So they have 20 years to pay the equivalent to me that what would be five cents. Yep. That's insane. That's crazy. No. I know. <laughs> ah! Um but the, the, the good things that might have happened, and I don't know because it's too early to tell, is that they um, they cannot change their their privacy policy without engaging the FTC. Like they ha- now the FTC has a as a part a role to play in any policy changes, and they also have new monitoring tools. So they're kind of like the FTC set up on the inside to make sure that they're not doing doing you know violating. Anything. I don't have full faith and confidence in the FTC as an entity to really rein in what's going on to Facebook, but you know, it, 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 maybe it'll do something. I don't know. It just feels like this thing is off the rails. I think it'd be foolish to trust any government agency to do anything about anything, but you know, wishful thinking, maybe something good will come out of it. So I'm going to ask you a question now. Do you think Facebook is a grift? Um, yeah. Yeah. Now I do now. I do now. I mean, like, I know. So grift is not the right word, right? Because grifts are like small time. You know, the, these are like, this is, this is big leagues, bigger than anything we're ever going to, but yeah. Do you, I mean, do you think that I, like, I can't help but feel it's all built on a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I think of Facebook, I think about something going on a shit post and just be a little asshole. <laughs> I don't think about a genocide that they helped uh, uh, advocate. Would that be the right word? Yeah. The, the genocide they helped advocate. Well, I don't not, think not, about not advocate, but I'd say help um, usher in, help escalate. Maybe like they're not yeah, going. Yeah. They're not going. Yay, genocide! But they're doing everything up into that. Like right, right. They're they're supporting <laughs> it in every way except for being cheerleaders for it. And I don't think about like causing different companies to lose substantial amount of money. You know, just to be able to participate on their platform. You know, I think about something I go on to fucking like troll people and just like pictures and stuff like that. But like know. you said, there's so many people that this is their own. Mm-hmm. 
you know, like, and, and they, can, it. they control and it's not even a, a, like being overly dramatic about it or, you know, like they control what people, who sees what content, what gets promoted. They have the ultimate control. That's terrifying. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it just feels like, I think, I hope this story has kind of gotten to the point where it's like everything they do, they do with zero regard for their users. It's all about their bottom line. That's it. Yeah. That's it. As long as they make more money. Exactly. And you know, here's the thing is that Zuckerberg knows I'm, I'm, I'm very, very confident that he knows all of this shit was built on a lot. And I think part of it is he, I think he's, I do think there's something wrong with him again, <laughs> I, that it's just like, doesn't care and thinks he's going to succeed. And if he works at it enough and if they absorb enough companies that he'll be okay. And they change their name to meta and all this what the fuck does that mean? Is Facebook going to be meta now? Is, just, or is that just a parent company for Instagram? It's a parent company. It's, it's like Alphabet, like Google did Alphabet. Okay. Like, like now Facebook has got meta. But I will say this one thing that I read made me go, he's on to it. Zuckerberg knows what's going on. Um, he participated, but was never charged or prosecuted in insider trading. But he participated in insider trading before the Cambridge Analytica scandal broke. The story broke. And I'm going to read this real quick. In one of Facebook's 2015 investor forums, Zuckerberg claimed that he planned to sell or gift no more than $1 billion of Facebook stock each year for the next three years. But after he learned about Cambridge Analytica data usage, he accelerated his trading activity, selling 18 million shares for proceeds of $2.8 billion between August 2016 and March 2018, which is just before the New York Times published its expose revealing that Cambridge Analytica had extracted Facebook user data. That's so much fucking money. Yeah. But also, he knew. He thought the gig is up. He's like, this one's going to fuck us bad. Let me pull as much money as I can <laughs> out of this company before it's not worth as much as it was before. Right. And so he right. sold 18 million shares, took $2.8, almost $3 billion. You can live forever on that. Yeah. Your kids yeah. can live forever on that. Like that's enough. I mean, you're like, oh, he's worth a hundred billion dollars. Yeah, most of that's tied to Facebook stock. But if he can cash two or three billion out of that hundred billion dollars, he's fine. He's fine. And and he just he got lucky. Like they rolled through it. Cambridge Analytica closed Cambridge Analytica. I didn't really do anything to the founders. Nobody's in jail. Nobody's like suffering as a result. And they just keep going. But I'm like, that shows me that Zuck knows what's up. He's like, any day now, this thing. Could- and he's just, he's riding it along as much, as long as he can for as much money as he can pull out of this company. That's why I think him being like, this just a weird human being is like, I think that's a front. I really think it's a front for a more diabolical person that we don't get to see. I don't know. He's been a very, very, very rich since his early twenties. And I haven't done enough research. I don't know what his, like his familiar background is, but he went to Stanford. So he, there was some money there, but where I, did we get from like, weird fuck site zuckerberg to facebook zuckerberg like where, what was the bridge that like led him from point a to point b i don't really know i think it was i mean i think he saw it as marketability you know like hey this is only gonna get so far this is kind of a joke site that i could actually get invested interested in and he did right. he got a lot of them oh man so uh 
I guess uh, we'll continue the discussion on a future episode of If You Catch My Grift on Mark Zuckerberg. Maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe. If you if you have the time, maybe we can revisit can, this in the future. If I can stomach reading. If that you have the mental bandwidth. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's just not the bandwidth. I think it's the ability. This guy's such a fucking weird. I just can't even. I, I don't know. I, I just I look at this and I just go, how does a company that's built on matchsticks really yeah become valued at a trillion dollars like what's wrong that is a broken system yeah i i just i it, it's just baffling to me it, it's 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 crazy and it's and it's such a silicon valley thing it's like there's so many of these companies that are worth these obscene amounts it's like uber doesn't own a single car and it's worth <laughs> i've never thought about that <laughs> billions of dollars like there's no assets Airbnb is worth more than Marriott and uh, Hilton and holiday, all the big chains put together and they don't own a single piece of property. <laughs> it's like, what? This is like a bigger thing for me. This, this gets into that. Like all these start this like startup culture is just a bunch of horse shit, but it's, it's, it's crazy to me. And it's, and it, and it really proves that these grifts don't just target old people like we we've kind of bemoaned in the past and even in this episode but wealthy investors also fall for this shit too yeah yeah for sure and i don't feel sorry for them fuck them but uh you know it's like i just i don't know it's it, i it just it makes me so crazy because it's like i, I don't know i don't know what it, that's not a very good ending to a podcast <laughs> of me just going ah! well I'm glad you guys got to see the uh, the mental collapse of uh, our friend Austin. I did it to myself. <laughs> Usually I do it to you. This time I was like, I'm going to look at a mirror and I'm going to release those hate beams that I send to Dalton <laughs> as I try to break his brain every month. But now I'm just going to do it to myself. You just broke yourself. I broke myself. I really broke myself. <laughs> and and maybe I don't come across as it on the episode because I'm, you know, generally a, a decently reserved person. But God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well on that note we have friends <laughs> do we do we is anybody friends are we friends with anybody does anybody yes, like each other no. this is all fake facebook bullshit no it's not fake facebook bullshit it's fine <laughs> I love, it's I love fine. our friends i love our friends like pod van dam our like wtv them. guide i like them super fantastic i like them sweet stuff and better things yay ezra uh wrestling cheers um fucking cheers i'm screwing you up because because you usually do this so quick and i'm fucking you up now (laughs) hard-headed x over you know we got a bunch of friends you can find us on twitter find me on twitter at catch dalton you can find me on facebook at dalton blaine harris b-l-a-i-n-e that is my real middle name did you just yourself blaine harris this is my phone number no, Dalton, you need to beep that out. <laughs> this is my address. No, just kidding. This, you can find Austin on Twitter at. Uh, yeah, you really threw me. Austin Agogo. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> and you can find us on Twitter at. <laughs> Dalton? At Catch, at Catch My Grip Pod. <laughs> oh, Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> That was my real phone number. <laughs> I know. You, there's no way you would have been able to ramble that off if it hadn't been the real phone number. 
and I don't have your number memorized. So I couldn't look it up, but I was like, I'm pretty sure he's actually giving his phone number out on the podcast, <laughs> which is such a bad idea. <laughs> Call me, beat me. If you want to reach me. That's better. 